When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The podcast you are listening to of Holmberg's Morning Sickness is brought to you by my friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Trust me on this one. You've had barbecue before, but you haven't had it this good. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com. There's only one Eric's Family Barbecue location in Arizona. That's right, just one. It's in Avondale, and it's worth the drive over and over again. Barbecue restaurants that have several locations usually cut their quality for expansion. Not Eric's Family Barbecue. Eric serves Texas-style barbecue that never disappoints, always delicious, never rushed, and prepared to perfection. Now, we know brisket is king, but have you tried their pulled pork with coleslaw? It's a match made in heaven. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Go to ericsfamilybbq.com for more information. Morning sickness. You've been deceived by an agent of Satan himself. He's evil. Sitting right here. Come on. No, no, he's not. He's not evil. He's just a bit rude. Good morning, everybody. Hello there. Welcome to Wednesday. It is the morning sickness. My name's John. There's Brady, Brett, Big Dick Toledo. It's 545 and we're ready to go for yet another glorious glorious day after that huge rainstorm we were promised yesterday oh Ooh. they went crazy they made it day. to work I'm, I'm surprised <laughs> I, I took my canoe in today yeah left the station yesterday and it was raining yeah it yeah. got a little rain yesterday remember though like was- we were told that overnight it was going to be a disaster it was almost guaranteed i i said it right here on this show it is not going to rain because they are so adamant about how much rain is coming and it's not so now they're adamant about tonight Ty Brenneman lied to us. Ty Brenneman is not telling truth. <laughs> I didn't say it was going to rain from the clouds. All the gay bars were going to catch a big, fat, white rainstorm right in the eye. That's all I was talking about. Heading on down to f- city for a rainstorm in the face. I'm Ty Brenneman, Fox News. Ty Brenneman's my favorite homophobic weathercaster ever. Yeah, is he the only one? Maybe. Uh, I will say this, speaking of uh, homophobia and things like that, I, th- I think I'm going to sound homophobic when I say this, but the ESPN announced that one of their reporters, after 20 years on the job, is now switching genders. And I'm like, holy cow. And when I saw the headline, I'm like, who could it be? 20 years? I mean, that's a long time. I should. Uh, M.A. Down the last M.A. List Vopel. The who? M.A. Vopel. Maybe I've marked it in a while. Covers, covers women's college and pro basketball. Oh. Oh, nobody will notice the difference. For, <laughs> for ESPN.com. Oh, well, Jesus Christ. This is someone I don't even know. This is like telling me somebody in my neighborhood switching up. I didn't know them in the first place. I don't care. But let me also predict this. M.A. Vopel's going to win every award there is to win. Uh, for like broadcast courage uh, award, courage awards, broadcast awards, best broadcaster ever. Even though ESPN's been burying this person on ESPN.com for twenty years, maybe get a movie out of this deal. Look, if you were uh, all of it's coming his way now. I think they're, his name is Mike. Our new name is Emmy Vopel. I'm sorry, it was Michelle Vopel before, but uh, turn it into a fella and uh, find right. that Mike will be yeah Mike. probably Mike. Just call yeah. him Mike. 
But the uh, uh, which is all fine. But if you've been buried at the dot com section of your giant network, and I know dot coms are bigger, but ESPN.com is not bigger than ESPN, and they've not let you out of the co- women's college basketball or uh, WNBA. Uh, you haven't made a mark at all. You, you, yeah, but you're gonna all this uh, after 20 years of being kind of hidden. You're suddenly going to be the great. You're, you're Keith Jackson. You're going to be the greatest broadcaster of all time. This is the most solid and sound. I hadn't thought of this move. Uh, my gay thing last November, which made me gay, was brilliant in my mind. I'm like, God, it's just such a shield. I can carry it around. Nobody can get. I, I'm, I'm brilliant with this. I, I hadn't thought of uh, the transition. Uh, move for somebody who's been buried in a job that they just can't advance. You make that transition, you're all you are going to be. You're Ford Frick. You're Bob Costas. You're the greatest thing that's ever happened to broadcasting. Even though ESPN hasn't wanted to put you anywhere good for two decades, now you're their you're their crown jewel. You're their shining object of joy, and that's going to be all we see over at ESPN for the next I don't know how long. Is Mike Vopel's going to be on the sidelines, and I'm going to be watching. I want to see Mike's work because I don't know what I don't know what Michelle's work looked like. I don't watch anything she broadcasts. You know, it would be kind of funny is how you hear some of these stories. Sometimes the person's like, "I didn't know I was getting fired. I heard it through ESPN or I heard it through this right. publication." He found out the conversion through the ESPN dot com. I am. Okay, I guess I am. Well, because Michelle was invited to any of the meetings, they they <laughs> finally got it. But it would be uh, like let's say let's say about five years ago here at the radio station we have a big headline that says KUPD on air personality for over two decades changing genders. You'd be like, geez, that leaves only Brady or John at the. This is insane, and it turns out it's Brett. Everybody'd be like, ah, who cares? It's the overnight guy. <laughs> that, like they, they wouldn't have, but it would have been brilliant on your part to make this move. If it got me off overnight sooner, I would have totally been wearing a skirt. Yeah, yeah he's, he's not long for that dot-com part. <laughs> Genius. If if KDKB started that, if they could have anybody work there for longer than 18 months, uh, they it would be brilliant. It is a brilliant career move. If you're not really doing that great with your current gender, swap it out. You can't get fired ever again, and you're going to be the best. Like you're going to if PTI you're, is in his future. Oh yeah, going to start hosting shows. They never let this Michelle Vopel do anything. I never heard of her ever. But now that's all you're going to hear. PTI filling in over there on the bloop, bloop, bloop show. Every time somebody says something <laughs> nice, you get points. Uh, Slamming Woody Page. Oh yeah, Woody Page and Mike Vopel. <laughs> Mike Vopel, what do you think there? Bing. Nice, Mike. Nice. <laughs> Around the horn, that garbage show. Yeah, you're gonna get your own show. You're gonna be on with, with uh, you know, Stephen A. Smith is gonna. Mike, you out of your mind. You should give your dick back. <laughs> with Shannon and Skip on no, another show. No, that's on Fox. You I can't know. go. That's competition. ESPN's not letting Mike. You don't loose. think there'd be a guest? Nope. Uh-uh. I think everyone would want skip, Mike. Skip, skip. Who did <laughs> over here? Mike. No, it's gonna. It's the. It's. One Call the, him the Derby with Boomer. Oh, it's everything. One of the greatest. Yeah. You got to welcome in the new guy. <laughs> and I mean that. In the most literal terms of all time, the new guy. Mike Vopel's here. We're going to do a bunch of stuff together. They buried Chris at .com when, his, when the mothership was like, nah, you're not coming back big, but we don't want to embarrass you. And if you want to stay, you could be the .com. He's there every once in a while. It, Vopel is. This is the best career move I have ever 
seen in my life. This is the uh, if you're struggling at work and you don't think you can get a, a advancement, it's like there's nowhere to go, and you're feeling like kind of lost, and you've been there for 20 years. And you don't know if anybody notices. Chop it off or add one. You're gonna. It's it's heroic. Next week, the entire department in the dot com. <laughs> right, everybody's announces. switching on. God damn it, Vopel's like, all right, everybody, that was mine. You're stealing my thunder here. Don't water down my new dick. It's a great move. Congratulations to M.A. Vopel. I think that might be the most brilliant thing I've ever seen in the history of I'm Bored. And I'm not saying that that's why she's doing it. I'm saying that that's ESPN has got to be just doing backflips. Oh, yeah. they got to be losing their minds about how great this is, that people are now paying attention. I'm doing it. I'm going to watch everything. It's It's... They used to get excited for, remember that, uh, what was that one, Sergio, what's his name? And they tried that uh, kid that barely spoke English to do sideline reporting. Oh, and, yeah. Uh, and he was, oh, and some of them were. They were just, like, well, we're the first to try international sideline reporting Latinx. in sports. Yeah. And they were like, <laughs> he's got an accent. This is great for it. Accent, schmaccent. That is Bush League compared to this. And I mean it. Bush League, double entendre. What's it the World Series, or where was the one? Wait, it was, no, he like was a Monday Night Football game. It was Monday Night Football. Yeah, That's the Broncos, and he was struggling mightily. And he was fine at what he did, but they put him in a situation to be like, we got to get this dude out front and center on our big boy shows. And that was just them pretending to be progressive about having international flair where there used to be none. And, and it just kind of backfired because the world made fun of him. Poor guy. They put a fish out of water and then said, you're our guy. And then when he floundered, everybody was like, oh. In their oh. colorful uniforms. Yeah, it was so sad because you're like, this guy's probably good at soccer and sports he wants to do. Or Spanish language broadcasting. But he's he, he's not, like, sometimes you're just not ready to go from, you know, the broadcast school to, uh, you know, you're filling in for Hannity. It's not happening. You're going you're gonna to come across like an idiot. And ESPN was like, no, his accent. He's got an accent. And they're, they're this vocal character is going to be everywhere count on it it's going to be uh peyton eli and mike on that uh, alternative uh, alternate broadcast of monday night football um i can't wait mullins and vocal what do you got mike what's going on well peyton my new dick and i are loving football here and i can doing this with you and eli always bringing up your dick mike yeah mm-hmm. it's new i can't get enough of it just constantly talking about athletic cups yeah, you know those. He's not wearing a cup. Every married couple has had that. I don't know that moment in bed at midnight. You're sitting there having that talk, and you're just like, I just don't know. Is there? There's got to be more out there for me, you know. And I feel like I'm stuck in a, a grind. It's all groundhog. Is this guys. it? Is this all? Is this what it's all about? And then, honey, I think I'm going to make. I'm going to do it. What? I'm cutting it off. I'm going to be a hero <laughs> over at work for a while. I'm tired of not being noticed. It's here to spice things up. Look, Nadia talked me out of it many times. Okay. So, you know. <laughs> well, look, it would have been a good move for you. You're kind of an idiot to not do it. I mean, you you would have been so ahead oh, of the curve. Tell me, if you were sitting here as a you know a Br- Br- Brelina or whatever your name would be, I don't know, Br- Bri- Brie, Brie, I yeah, we'll just call you Brie. Yeah, I like right. that too. Well, I'd still call bad. I'd still call you Bert. <laughs> Br- Brie Vesley, Bert. <laughs> 
Bertha Vesley. There it is. That's oh, what your name is. Now you're not true. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Not the most attractive lady <laughs> I've ever Bri. seen. <laughs> I'm not saying that. Uh, Brie is somebody I would. <laughs> you are Bertha. <laughs> You're always Bertha. In that socks hat. And they're like, all right, take the hat off, Bertha. <laughs> we'll but, just uh, go B. <laughs> B Vessel. Uh, You'd you have been so ahead of it. <laughs> Son of a bitch. You're so smart. So much more. All the articles, you'd be in L.A. You'd be working in Los Angeles. Ready or not, you'd have been working and you'd have been, you'd have had your own show in L.A. Right. Well, you'd have had the the Birth of Esley show. It would have been on, you know, K-Rock would have fired Kevin and Bean. They fired him anyway, so they get Birth of Esley yeah. in there, and they'd have been... You come strolling in, your suicidal tendency skirt. That's oh, such man. a great move. And I'm not saying that people, look, I'm not saying people who go through these struggles aren't real, but I do think there's a trend involved, too, that we can start adding into. Uh, kind of people who don't have anything to lose. I, I know a couple of people in my life that are kind of just ambiguous human beings, not necessarily sexually, but they're just getting through day to day. There's not a whole lot of charge in their lives. If they made this swaparoo, they they uh, giant steps forward in there. If you're looking be to be move. an influencer, yeah, you could. It's the world is your at your feet. It's a great trend. On top of being real, it's a great trend, and I think uh, some lost people who are like they got nothing to lose. This is a great move. If you've been trapped in the basement of your uh, employment for two decades and still haven't made your mark, boom, M.A. Vopel. <laughs> Go for it, man. There might be a, a program just designed around M.A. Vopel, dot, the dot-com uh, talk no. show. Well, and here's, here's another thing that kind of crossed my mind, but I don't know if it's going to be real. The transgender sports oh, man. are coming our way. Well, wait a minute. That's a guy you're looking at. You're reacting to Ma Vopel? Not that. Is that the same one? That's me. That's looking at. That's the one. That's a fella. Now. Yeah. Yeah. Well, if you, you know. Why? She'd be fine. Well, no, she's not. Come on, let's not get carried away. She's going to do great as a man. I don't think it's going to be good. You better call Dr. Schwartz again. There's something going on here. This was a good decision, I think. Looking at these pictures, I think this is. It's not much of a change. Right. I wouldn't want to walk around like that and say I'm a woman. Would you want to walk around with that? <laughs> that's what I'm saying. No, would you walk around no, next to that? That's, that's my point. My point is... Convert! I'm, yeah, uh, I'd, I'd be like, you know, you probably, there's a better option here. Let's, let's cut that hair back a little bit. Did you wait so long? <laughs> we knew. What, what are you doing? <laughs> that's. But you haven't heard of this person either. No, huh? 20 years. They keep saying 20 years. Good for, good for her, him. But this is woke. ESPN loves woke. This is going to be... But I think this transgender sports thing is right around the corner, you know. Good for Mav Opal. I think I think she is now the, he is now the face of what will be transgender sports. I think that is it because ESPN loves being woke, like to a point of peculiarity, and they're going to add in Leah Thomas swim meets and a few of those track and field girls that can't run anymore, and they're going to have their own league. And Mav Opal is going to be part of that. I don't watch ESPN anymore. I don't either because yeah. it got too much. There, yeah. Well, it, every time it's they had TMZ. A, every time they had a chance to make everything about race, they did it. They learned that 
from the Rush Limbaugh thing back in 2003 when they were up in arms when Rush Limbaugh said something about Donovan McNabb being forced on us because he's black. He was clumsy and wrong, but he wasn't. Uh, he was saying, give the guy a ch- If you go back and look at what he said, he's like, give this guy a chance and stop making it about him being black. Yeah. You're forcing him on us because he's black. And it was, he was, it was a really uncomfortable talk. He wasn't, he shouldn't have done it. But they hired Rush Limbaugh and said, go out there and be yourself. He did exactly what they hired him to do, and then they fired him. But they also sat back and realized, oh, wait a minute. This is a ratings bonanza. If we hit race every time. So I've talked with at Caliendo's when I was doing the podcast with him. A few ESPN employed uh, former athletes were on our podcast. Mark Schlereth was one of them. I remember talking with Mark Malone here for years when he worked down the hall. Uh, former Steelers quarterback and ASU great. And uh, he, he said, with Donovan. You, yeah, he worked with McNabb. Well, he worked. McNabb right, showed up. Right. <laughs> I don't think they worked together so much as Mark worked. Shared a booth with uh, <laughs> Donovan was uh, <laughs> sleeping the, in the parking yeah, lot. It was the Robin of the uh, Mark Malone and Donovan show. Batman did all the work. But I remember talking with Mark once and I said, uh, ESPN was easier. He was, it was a great, great place to work because there was camaraderie, all the guys that knew everything. So, but you get into the production meetings. And they'd be like, all right, who's taking the opposing viewpoint? And he said, of a topic that everybody agreed on. It wasn't a thing. And somebody would have to go, I'll do it. And then it got to the point where it was like, who's going to take the race angle? They would introduce it. Whether those guys had a race angle or not, that was part of the story. They're like, we got to go down this road. And so he said, occasionally one of them would raise their hand, like, I'll do it. I'll say, I'll do it. I'll take that route. And they're like, great. And they would introduce that to create you know, detention on the set or to bring the topic to race. And he said, and a lot of the times he said it was the uh, African-American guys that were the least comfortable with it. And he said, and then they just found people that loved doing it. And he said, so now you've pushed away all the guys who were kind of just throwing their hands. Fearless. Not making it, well, beyond fearless, that was just their agenda. None of them, none of the guys Mark was talking about had an agenda to say it was about these controversies. They wanted to talk about, they wanted to talk about sports. Then you found P.T. Barnum and his crew and said, you guys want to make this a circus? And they're like, absolutely. Enter Stephen A. Smith, who knows everything about sports and everything about tapping the nerve of the viewer with cultural addition. And sometimes it's appropriate, but when it's not, ESPN still uses it. They love the woke stuff. And a lot of people have been turned off by it. I'm one of them. I'm like, all right, just talk. I, all I want is sports. I don't, I've got enough things to deal with in the day to go home and find out that my sports are riddled with cancer as well. I just need to see the games. And if there is a story that, like if John Rocker goes to Sports Illustrated and starts talking gay this, black this, you know, and we're like, wow, okay, we need to talk about John Rocker. But it, is, it isn't a constant. It, isn't. it was convenient because all you needed was that 15 minutes. Just replay it every 15 minutes right. how they initially Loop it. did highlights right. of everything. I used to love it. Baseball tonight, I've, uh, that was my dream. I still think it ruined baseball. It's the Mike Tyson to, uh, to boxing is what baseball tonight was to baseball because it basically took an entire game. And Cliff Notes. Gave, yeah, it was the Cliff Notes. It was 15 minutes of a three-hour game, and you got to see the story unfold. Even though I still think watching a game's better, baseball tonight made baseball boring. Why would I sit through all this when you're giving me everything I need? And not just in highlight form. You're, you're giving me details. But, yeah, ESPN died to me a long time ago. Not because of this person, but when they made it about 
woke culture first, sports second. It's the TMZ of sports. It is. You're I mean, that's right. all it is. Yep. But this is going to be a big deal for them. I think we're going to see a lot of Ma Vopel. And I like that. And I'd like to see one of their girls turn over to Pa Vopel when they get married and stuff. Ma and Pa Vopel would be a great show for ESPN. <laughs> Ma! Nobody remembers Ma and Pa Kettle. <laughs> Ma and Pa Vopel would be the best. Uh, so, yeah, I was reading that this morning. I'm like, that is a brilliant move. So if you're out there right now, and let's say you're working for SRP or APS or something, you've been stuck in that truck, hopping up and down those lines, and go public with the idea that you're going to go ahead and make the swap out. Just like solar, convert. Convert, yes, exactly. Don't say that to the SRP, APS people. They're not fans <laughs> of that. But just convert it out and go right to your boss and say this is it. It's such a, a modern-day move. Great job. Excellent work. It used to be you'd decry your, like you'd scream, I'm an alcoholic, when you, since you were about to get fired. Remember Bruce Kelly used to pull that every time they are going to can him at KZZP? Yeah. It was great. Like three times, word in the, word in the street is Bruce Kelly's out Saturday. No kidding. Yeah, it's Friday's last show Saturday. going to move his stuff out. No kidding. And then, he, he, like on Thursday, that wiseacre would start going, I'm going to take a break and go into a rehab. And like, God damn it. Twice he did. Beat that. us to it. Was it. Brilliant. It was genius. The day before he got fired, he said he's going to rehab. Not only can't you fire him, the station had to pay for it. And I had to. <laughs> I remember when I was doing mornings at at KZON, first job, didn't know what I was doing. We started to catch Bruce Kelly, and to me that was weird because Bruce Kelly was the one my mom listened to when I was a kid here. He was on KZZP when I was a kid, and I used to like him and Maggie Brock. I thought they were funny. And then I got into radio, and I realized this guy's insane. Like, there's something, like, crazy about him, but crazy like a fox because every time they tried to fire me, and I am going to, trust me, if I ever felt that, you, I'll stagger in here every day just plastered with a dress on. You're not firing my ass. If we see Izzy you. start staggering in oh, one morning, we'll right. know what's going oh, yeah. on. Well, I would suggest that she starts drinking, <laughs> like right now. Like, start getting used to it, because the day is a-coming. But, yeah, it's just such a solid move. But, yeah, Kelly used to pull that off. That was miraculous. I remember sitting there. We, we were celebrating. I was on with uh, Stephanie, and we're celebrating. They were getting rid of the ZZP morning show. We were in, like, fourth or fifth place at the time. Nobody expected this idiot me who was just filling in. And Stephanie to do anything, and it was get ratings back, and we started to do some damage. And Bruce Kelly was just ahead of us. We uh, chasing KZP was that station's like that's all we wanted to do was beat them. There's a lot of sharing. That was it. Oh, we were the same station. Yeah. So if we could beat them, that means we're better at doing the same thing. That was like a I'm like we got this. They're firing Bruce. I don't know what they're going to do, but we're going to we're stealing that. I'm going to rehab uh, Monday. It's like, oh, you son of a bitch, you clever bastard. <laughs> hey, that's great for ratings. Speed. Ah. Then we started to beat his replacement, who was just the PD over there. I forgot the guy's name. 30-something days later, back he rolls, uh, and the ratings go up because, of course, they do. I wanted yeah. to hear what he had to say. And then he got all, He's simulcasted a couple was, mornings. Uh, Always back. I'll tell you this. He was, we were listening. <laughs> I had, we had ZZP on in the studio. We were doing our thing. And, all right, what's, what's, what's old Boozy talking about now? And it was genius. And then they were going to do it again, and he, he screamed out, I've got a I'm back on the bottle. I'm like, God damn it, this guy's – you can only use that a couple of times, though. You can only get away with so many Christmas sweaters. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's exactly right. <laughs> 
That's exactly right. But yeah, so you know, there's two options there if you're about to get the boot. One of them's fairly drastic. You rearrange your genitals. <laughs> the other is just a 30-day trip paid for by your company as you scream out about your alcohol problem. Don't go drugs, though. I don't suggest that you jump on the fake drug train. That's uh, too much action. You can drink it in. You can actually get some you know, bottles of beer and ah, pretend. You're walking around with heroin in your pocket. And you're taking too many chances. Plus, it's illegal. And, and you can get fired before you go to a rehab. They might help you out with rehab, but you're not coming back if you had heroin in your pocket or something. And you're dabbling in fentanyl. My there, suggestion is fake alcohol. That's where the that's where the problem is. The people really have a problem, <laughs> right? Yeah. Well, no, you're watering no that. Really... Look, you're 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 wrecking that. You're ruining it for the real people. It's like you know all the Deshaun Watson people that said that they were also they wrecked it for the people who really got us. What happened to sex rehab for that? I got a problem. A sex rehab's my favorite one because it's that not, doesn't work. Look, anymore. it's not a thing. No, no alcoholism is ever treated with just cut back it's a complete dismissal of your problem if it's a disease you can't have anymore and sex addiction rehab would mean you are no longer allowed to do this you've got a problem with it and the second you get a taste you can't stop you don't think it's like portion control eventually you have to (laughs) no because everybody's addicted to food that was like when they say oh we have a food you're never going to food rehab because everybody would realize how stupid that was. Sex rehab's the same thing. When David Duchovny did it, Tiger Woods did it. We go to a sex rehab. I'm like, you're going to rehabilitate yourself off of it? Uh-huh. <laughs> okay. Was he with Tia Leone? Tia Leone. Yeah, and she I only hung for so long. Wow. I mean, this dude was killing it. What he was thinking is beyond me. But, I mean, he was all – I mean, like 30 people, he said, at one point uh, in like a month's time. Then who came uh, in? Good Lord. Was HBO California. Californication was – Hey, we a, got a great yeah, uh, It was his show. It was his idea. Yeah, that's right. He was doing the, the – uh, what was it? The Showtime show, the Black Shoe – whatever that – Black Shoe Diaries. Oh, yeah. Which was a sex show. The dude was addicted to it. And we loved him for it. And he started to hose outside of his Tia Leone relationship. And then he's like, oh, geez, she's a public figure. This looks bad. I'm an, I'm an addict. We're all addicted to it. Can't get enough. I can barely sleep without a tug. I'm addicted <laughs> to it. But I'm not going to any facility in Wickenburg to go, hey, guys, you, you get me off of this? <laughs> well, our solution to this is you do it less. Well, that's been my problem. All right, do it on Tuesdays. If I do it Tuesday, I'm going to want to do it Thursday. Rehab means I got to stop. Tugging Tuesdays? Yeah. You're addicted to sex. Yep. And the solution to addiction is it, it's all, you're out of it. You're done. It goes away. Sex rehab. Stop it. Stop it. How about you just take responsibility for what you did? I was a pig and I lost my brain and I started hosing and I got to knock that off. I got to just become a better human being. That's the thing. Yeah, yeah, you're not you're not a addiction. I'm addicted to sex. Me too. Oh, here's the difference. I control it. And I'm trying not to uh hose like 100 people a weekend. Yeah, I mean, that's my problem. Right. Whatever you can't stop. You should cut your genitals off. People would you start winning awards. Yeah, Ford Frick, she's going into, MA's going into the Hall of Fame. First this, first that. It's brilliant. Genius move, Ma Keppel. Genius. You're, gonna, you're a trendsetter. It's, it's the smartest thing I've ever seen in the history of broadcasting. So is, is 
they are they going to take a, a leave of absence to to do the transition, or is it going to go? Are we going to get to follow it on? I don't know if we're playing. ESPN. I don't know com. if we're just playing dress up. ESPN for a while. calls it a league of absence. <laughs> That's right. It's a, I don't know. Yeah, it's a, I don't know if it's the league of absence. It's Albany versus Tampa. <laughs> I don't know if we're playing dress up for a while. Okay. I don't know if we're going full bore. I don't know. I've still struggled to learn what the difference is between transgender, transsexual, trans this, trans that. I. So I don't want to come across as Dave Chappelle and like have everybody mad at me for just not knowing. Look, I'm trying. But there's a lot to learn. This is a big playbook you guys are throwing at us, and I am struggling with the terminology. But uh, I don't because know. You, yeah, because you can um, well, you screw do that up. whole transition without af- actually doing transition. Right. You screw up. I relate. You, you, oh, yeah. And a lot of them do. Oh, and yeah. if, I, from what I understand, a good portion of them keep everything down. Stuff. But I don't know. I have no idea. I just know that the, the treatment start, the therapy – and then the bald man in the canoe gets taller, and that's kind Before of Before they tap and yaki yeah. the Well, yeah, because for fellas, they get a lot of that. But for the lady bits, they just uh, – Right. They, I meant for, just for the they fellas. They start growing the pieces. Yeah. And as far as I understand, and I'm not a doctor, so I'll use layman's terms, the meat flaps get hangy-downy, <laughs> and then start <laughs> – they can sew those together and make them they look Fertilize like it. Right. And then they put in a couple of marbles. <laughs> Pretty sure that's how it works. I haven't done a lot of research. Not really that crafting. I don't, know, I, don't they, I don't know if they take anything off of another part. Maybe not so much with ladies. There's, I think there's some grafting on the men. For the dudes? Yeah. No, it's just an inside-out procedure. It's not that hard. They don't graft really? anything. Grafting would I be like taking leg skin. Butterfly and tuck. Oh, yeah, but then... that's not grafting. Grafting's like taking leg skin and putting it on your arm. This is just open her up, tuck it in. They've got it down where they, yeah. they can. Okay. It would be like just taking the skin of a hot dog. Uh, right, and, and your and your uh, and the skin of the the, the grocery bag. I guess it you could just trim it all the way off, stuff so it you in. wouldn't have to. Yeah, just stuff. I'll show you the surgery. It's actually quite remarkable. <laughs> snip, snip, pull out. <laughs> Everything gets tucked in. There's that pocket there. It's it's the best packed suitcase you've ever seen in your life. If you've ever sat through watching it gender reassignment surgery on the internet and that's what's great about the internet it's it's there and there's many of them it's hard to look at because there's a lot of blood in that area you don't like to see bleeding i watched some of the new jackass movie last night and as hilarious as it was i had to turn it because a i don't like poop and b the thing they were doing to to danger aaron was uh, the cup test where they were pk suban hit uh hockey puck 100 miles an hour into a cup on his balls oh and it is difficult to watch and then a guy in a pogo stick hops up on there and gets on his and smashes into his cup as he's laying on his back it's it's, and it started to bleed and i'm like i gotta turn and i can't look at this oh man so and that is exactly the type of thing that ma keppel's gonna do that's how she's gonna have him removed on espn it's the pogo stick removal (laughs) he's gonna bounce it off genius so we've come up with this new 2020 plan to save your bacon, basically. If you're bored, Groundhog Day is in, there's got to be more to life than this, and you're really kind of an adventurous sort, swap her out. Start winning awards. You're going to have a whole – clear, clear a shelf at your house. Clear a shelf because you're going to start getting man or woman of the year award after man or woman of the year award. And it will say that, man slash woman of the year award. Nobody's real sure. Person of the year, you're going to get them. Your your office is going to hand you new. But you're going to get more money. It's just a. It's all crazy. because there's going to be cutbacks in the dot com department, right? And do it now because when it becomes trendy, nobody's going to care. But right now, you're 
you're essentially going to be the, you know, well, I guess it would be the the first the Allen do the Allen Shepherd of uh, changing her out. Boy, around the horn as around the horn is a different <laughs> thing when she hosts. He hosts. Let's get. Let's just. I should call the show "Beat Around the Bush." That's her new show. Great move, smart, and I'm proud of her. I'm proud of her for making this decision. And I'm not saying she's faking it, but you should if you're struggling at work. <laughs> Fake it. Start showing up in a dress. Clinger from Mash. Way ahead of the time. A pioneer. The 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 you know. A suffragette, really, like one of the Susan B. Anthony of television characters. Is that the, and the difference was, back in his day in the seventies when they did mash sixties and seventies, him dressing as a woman to try to get kicked out. You're released because <laughs> that was crazy. Most talk. companies would get now rid of you. dress as a woman, and there's no getting rid of you. It's genius. I I kind of almost want to start trying to get fired so I can show up in a dress the next day just for the laughs. And then the son of a bitch started to show up, claimed to be a transgender, and we couldn't do a thing about it. You're firing me? Oh, why? I I, see what you're doing. My dress is uh, a flutter. Then I would start twirling in the boss's office. Stop twirling. God damn it. Oh, why? A woman can't twirl at work? Get back to your desk. Especially you got an older boss. You know they don't know how to handle this. Imagine Chuck Arteague alive today, twenty twenty two, with me one. showing up in a dress. What the hell are you doing? You got a problem with this? You're goddamn right. Yay! I own the company. I'm going to sue everybody. He's faking. Am I? Can't even say that. It's a genius. Brilliant move. Ma Vopel. I'm going to be watching, and I guarantee you she's going to be off that .com. She's not going to be doing WNBA hidden 9 a.m. games on Sundays. She's going to be right there in the heart of it all when Mike shows up. And then the argument's going to be like, how come when she was a woman she wasn't allowed to do all this? And now I'm mad. they're going to get mad. At, this is going to bastardize and cannibalize itself. Oh, so now that she's a man, she's allowed to do the good sports. They'll roll her out you know, too early. Just just like they're the going to blow it, uh, and then it'll be a reporter. big. But exactly, and we're going to be all over it. Hilarious. Switch it up, everybody. Uh, 585-9800. That is the number we need you guys to give us a wake-up song and scream it out today as you consider a gender reassignment for, uh, you know, upward mobility at work. <laughs> Don't do dude looks like a lady, though. It's too easy. Yeah, it's low-hanging uh, fruit. Yeah, so to speak, for now. <laughs> uh, give it to us good and strong. We'll scream it together. It's 98KUVD. Wake up! Hey, it's not weird. It's pretty cool, actually. No membership fee. I have heard enough of this. You've been listening to Holmberg's Morning Sickness Podcast, brought to you by our friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat, ericsfamilybbq.com.